Did your favorite NFL team win the Super Bowl? No? Then the NFL Draft is your Super Bowl. I'm Danny Heifetz, and from now until the draft, we are turning our fantasy football show feed into the Ringer NFL Draft Show. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we talk about the top players and most important storylines for the NFL Draft. So join us on the Ringer NFL Draft Show. It's the Ringer's Philly Special presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up. And with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Ringers Philly Special Shield Kapadia, joined by Benny Solak, aka Benny Souls, ace producer. Cliff Augustine, we got some breaking news. We got an emergency pod. You know, it's a random Monday in April, April 17th. It's not a draft trade. It's not anything like that. It's Jalen Hurts. If you're a if you're a parent saying, hey, I wanted to buy my kid an Eagles jersey, which one's the best investment? Well, Jalen Hurts might be a pretty good investment now that yes. he has signed a five-year, $255 million contract extension. Benny Souls had the day off. He said, I got to get some platform to talk about this. I'm too excited. Benny Souls, how you feel? It's a good thing. It's a good thing to get to do. Talk about a Jalen Hurts extension on a podcast with your friend, Shokopadia. It's a fun thing to do on your day off. It ain't work. It's a good time. There uh, you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I didn't think we were going to get this this early. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's important that this happened it's important that happened before the draft and it's important that it happened before some other quarterbacks and how it affects those other quarterbacks is interesting it's a big deal yeah so the it did happen before joe burrow before justin herbert before lamar jackson that was one of my uh big takeaways here is that they were aggressive and they wanted to be first and if we zoom out and look at the history of the franchise under jeffrey lurie this is how they've operated donovan mcnabb michael vick Carson Wentz, even when it goes wrong. So you were wondering, or at least I was wondering a little bit, did the Carson Wentz experience change them at all? Uh, and the answer is no. You find a quarterback you like, you know that if you wait longer, you're going to have to pay more. I mean, if you wait until Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, uh, Lamar Jackson, after those guys get their deals done, chances are you're going to be paying more for Jalen Hurts. So they are first to market. Now those guys will base their contracts off of what Jalen Hurts got. You don't have to worry about beating 
those players out and you make a commitment to a guy, it's a big commitment, uh, Ben, and it's a lot that can tell us how much things change in a year. I mean, this time last year, they're, they're poking around, hey, Russell Wilson, Hey, Deshaun Watson. Hey, let me get that extra Saints pick for next year just in case we need to make a quarterback move. And now here we are a year later, the richest contract signed by a player uh, in NFL history. For now, the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. So what what were your initial takeaways, your initial reactions when this uh, news came through? Yeah, it was funny. I went back and I like looked at the Carson Wentz extension. Because you want to kind of say, all right, how do they structure that? How do they structure this one? Kind of the similarities, differences. Is there anything they learned? It was that was a four-year, one hundred and twenty-eight million dollar extension. What a yeah. different world we lived in in twenty nineteen. Yeah. That it's been, it's been just over four years, uh, or excuse me, just under four years. I think number one, uh, I did not think they were going to have to make Jalen Hurts the highest played, highest paid player in NFL history. I didn't think they'd have to get there. I thought they could get. Hurts at or around Kyler Murray money, which it, and if, whenever you say that, people are like, well, he's way better than Kyler. I'm like, yeah, but like Kyler was the third highest contract among quarterbacks. So it's just you kind of, you know, like that that's good a good benchmark for where about I think Hurts is going to land. And like, and, 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 and so I didn't think it was going to be the highest paid player. And because of that, I didn't think he was going to necessarily serve as a barometer for uh, a, a Joe Burrow extension with the Bengals or a Justin Herbert extension with the Chargers. Uh, obviously, like, how you want to classify Hertz changes your perspective on things. Like it's very easy to go, well, of course he's the highest paid player. He just made a Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah. He had like an MVP caliber season. Like he was top two in MVP voting. Yeah. Hertz also like, you know, he's had one really good year, right? It was this past year. And he hasn't started that much. He hasn't had a ton of opportunities. He had one really, really good season. It came after his team acquired AJ Brown. You know, there's 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 different frameworks you can put on this that that I think there's there's a, a, a acceptable spectrum of outlook such that I didn't think he was going to need to be the highest paid player. I think that was like that was like set in stone. People weren't really saying like yeah, Jalen Hurts obviously is going to come in above the entire market. He does. I think he gets that, and he gets a no trade clause, the first one given out in Eagles history, as they said in in, in all of the reporting and the tweeting, which is how you know that Jalen Hurts and Nicole Lynn felt very strongly about getting a no trade clause and felt very proud of the fact that they got a no trade clause out of the Eagles. That's that's a lot for the player. What did the player then give to the team? We don't really know structure just yet. There's been some tweets about, you know, okay, uh, 179 million guaranteed, which is like, you know, big number, not a, a huge number, not an insane number. You know, it's not like, you know, like the fully guaranteed thing. Let's guarantee 90% of the contract. It's not like that. So it's okay. Yeah, That's- NFL Network had, so 179 is uh, guaranteed, but 110 is the is the fully guaranteed at signing. So the yes. rest of that, so that, that I think you hit it there. What did Hertz give up here? That to me is not a monster number. It's a, it's a good number. It's a big number. It's third uh, among quarterbacks right now. But if you thought, hey, the Deshaun Watson thing might change things uh, a little bit and players are going to be seeking more guaranteed money, I think you could have looked at it before this deal happened and said, I think Jalen Hurts will get uh, a little bit more than 110 fully guaranteed. So I think that's the part, uh, you know, that maybe he's giving up a little, like you said, you're giving up a little to get a little, that's a negotiation. He gets the no trade clause. Uh, he gets the $51 million per year. I think 
He probably gives in a little bit too with the contract length. You know, he could have said, all right, let's do a you know, three or four year yep. extension. They get him for a five year extension, which is beneficial to the team because of what you just pointed out. I mean, look at these quarterback salaries. Who knows what that's going to look like four years from now as the cap continues to go up and these salaries continue uh, to escalate. So just in terms of structure, just to jump in there, uh, that was one thing that stood out to me. Yeah, which uh, that was the one thing looking at the Wentz deal and looking to this deal. Guaranteed at signing for the Wentz deal was about was a, a sixty six million, which was about half of the total contract, which was one was one twenty eight, right, one hundred twenty eight million. Gar- fu- functional guarantees for Hertz right now is about one ten, which is a little bit less than half of the contract. And so both times the Eagles were saying, yeah, like we we are going to try to keep the guaranteed figures at a lower percentage of the overall contract value than a lot of other teams are doing. I think the main reason why Howie and the Eagles like that is the obvious reason. Can't restructure guaranteed money. You sure can restructure unguaranteed money. Oh, baby. Anything that's placed in in signing bonuses, guaranteed money, it gets paid to the player. You can't restructure. You can't screw around with it. Anything that's paid in salary, it's unguaranteed money. I can do a little restructure, convert some salary into some signing mm-hmm. bonus, make a little cap space. So that's the thing is you, you, how he sits down with, with, with Nicole and with, with Hertz and says, I, uh, I want to keep this guaranteed figure at this number. And if you're worried about that, you're concerned about that. So long as Hertz is still, is still playing well, so playing great, we're just going to, we're going to convert that money over into guaranteed money like two years down the road. That's what we do here in Philadelphia. And that's like a reasonable, uh, like take that may, that does make sense. So I definitely think when you go to try to find the thing that Hertz gave up on to get, He's the highest paid player, which obviously is a great headline to get uh, uh, the no trade clause. I think, right, like the, the length of it is interesting. Uh, it's five years tacked on to what he already has. He had one year left. So it's six years. It takes him through 2028. If Jalen Hurts plays this contract through with no extension, he will be 30 when he hits the market. Whoa, like you don't see that too much anymore. So I think, I think that's part of it. But I think the big thing is the guarantees, right? And, and the the when when when, you, when she and I, when we talk about functionally guaranteed like what's actually guaranteed versus uh, the total guarantee figure gets reported that difference from the 179 to the 110 it's guaranteed for injury and that's the other big thing that like once they signed hurts i just started thinking to myself like all right you made the investment you did the thing you put the price tag on him now like if you learn anything from the went situation and you're coming off a year where hurts got injured in december which eagles december games didn't matter too much but december games usually (laughs) matter a lot you start asking yourself okay we've given the guy the money how do we protect him? How do we make sure he stays healthy for as long as he can in this contract? And that's, I think, a big thing for the Eagles in this draft. Now that they've got Hurts locked down, it's like, all right, what investments do we need to make in the offense such that we can ensure Hurts takes as few hits as possible? Because that's that's the number one question for every team once they extend their guy long-term is how do we how do we protect the investment? It's especially true when you have a guy coming off of injury and the last guy you gave a big, big extension to never came back from his injuries. It's, it's, it's a huge part of the, the calculus now. Yeah, let's uh, let, let's take a break and let's come back and talk a little bit about that now. What Howie Roseman faces, what they need to do for sustained success. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. 
I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right, we are back on the Ringers Philly special. Shield Kapadi with Ben Solak talking about Jalen Hurts. Yep, I look at it and I feel like, well, well, you made a good point. The guaranteed money is interesting with quarterbacks in their mid-20s because really most of the time, the most likely scenario is that that player is going to see every cent from that contract. I mean, teams, generally speaking, not always, generally speaking, don't just like give up on a quarterback because of poor play. Um in their mid twenties, that doesn't happen. So quarterbacks is kind of, that's why the Lamar thing is kind of interesting because like the most likely scenario, if he signs a contract, is that he's going to play out the contract and get all of that money. So it's almost like, yeah, but then you see what Deshaun Watson got, and you see kind of the structure of the league, and you decide, hey, I want some of that uh, as well. But really, it's that that's more of a factor for players who play other positions or at different ages. In terms of how they build this. Sustained success, I've talked about it a lot. Like they've been chasing this since Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid. And you can say, well, they may they've been making the playoffs and they only had one down year. I get that. I mean, those were some nine and seven teams that snuck in and were not great. It's better than most teams in the NFL. But if you look at that stretch in between Super Bowls and they've made two Super Bowls, they're certainly better than most franchises. Uh, it was kind of a stretch of mediocrity. So I've just felt like Lurie specifically has been chasing those McNabb Reed eras uh, era where every year you're just in the mix. And I think under Howie Roseman, they've only been to the divisional round in back-to-back years once. That was the Super Bowl year and the next year. I think that's the only time under Howie Roseman they've gotten to the divisional round in back-to-back years. It's hard to do. There are teams that haven't say, gotten yeah. to the playoffs. How many, like, that's the Manning Colts, the Brady Patriots. Patriots, yeah. I mean, the Packers Mahomes, and Chiefs. Rodgers. Yeah. Chiefs have done it. The, the Bengals have now done it with Burrow. Bills have done it with Allen. 
Yes, they have. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But this, yeah. this past two seasons. So, yeah, so you're so right. It is, it's, it's not about the GM, man. It's about the quarterback. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and so this is their, this is, I feel like, probably as settled as they felt. Now, if you interviewed them when they, I was there in the room and, you know, they're introducing Carson Wentz and it's this whole, you know, ceremony. This is our guy forever. So things change quickly in the NFL. But because of what we know about Hertz's makeup, this just feels kind of as settled as they've been uh, at quarterback for a long time. So you were talking about, how you build this thing, what you do in the draft. So what do you think? I mean, how does it change kind of what you think or uh, maybe not change at right. all? It was probably already on your mind. But in terms of how do you now protect Hertz, put him in position for sustained success? So the, the first thing is paradigm shift. Now you transition away from let's use picks to get premium assets and you transition to let's use premium assets to get picks. Uh, examples, you trade up to go get Devonte Smith because he's that dude. He's that wide receiver that you need to make this offense work. You trade 18 overall to go get uh, AJ Brown. You do trade up to go get Jordan Davis, right? You are you are on a rookie quarterback contract, so you're gonna have money to spend. You'll be able to go get you know Chauncey Garner Johnson trade, bring that contract over. You're gonna be able to go sign James Bradbury, right? You're gonna be able to sign Hassan Reddick. We're gonna be able to bring in talent. We have some money to spend to go get talent. So we're going to use our picks, right, to get some premium guys. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Jordan Davis are going to be aggressive. Now you're in, in, in the second window. You're in a different stage of life. You're in the quarterbacks on a second contract. Now the margins on the cap calculator, on the cap sheet, become a lot thinner. A lot more difficult to be like, oh, we like a Hassan Reddick in free agency. Hassan, what you want? Three years, 45? You can't. You're on 45 cent yeah. around. Buda Baker looked like a great trade acquisition three days ago. And obviously, like you knew, like, you know, you were gonna be signing this extension. I think that there's ways to make the Buda Baker money work. But in general, like you can kind of live in that world a little bit more where you're bringing in veterans and you're and you're and you're spending money and you're going to try to get premium guys. Now you're at the position where if you can take four or five dice rolls in day two on a, a wide receiver and a corner and a, and a linebacker and an edge rusher and a, an offensive guard. And then two of those guys hit and now you have starters and they don't have to be amazing. Just starter caliber players on rookie deals. Good. You've just made a little bit more room, a little bit more breathing room to actually do the stuff you need to do. Extend to the franchise cornerstones, make sure that you, you can, you, you can uh, uh, like deal with his contracts as they get bigger. You don't have to let good free agents walk away. So on and so forth. Now you want those dice rolls because every rookie contract you can get on the books when you cut to a 53-man roster, gives you the space that you need to sustain this this long-term, to sustain this heavy, big quarterback contract into a secondary winning window where you're just contending year over year over year because that guy's great and you're filling in the gaps everywhere else. So it's a it's a paradigm shift in terms of how you approach the draft. That's why, for me, like I continue to look at 10, and I especially look at 30, and I go, I'll trade back. Like Trade backs make a lot of sense in both those spots, especially at 30, in my opinion. More specifically... This is the the place where I'm t- I'm I'm a total zero right now. I I don't know where I land on this. Like, do you say, okay, we have to get even more serious about investing in the offensive line because like you've been really serious and it's working. And I don't know if you can like if you've that much better of a guard. Is Hurts really taking that fewer hits per game? Like I don't know if that one works for me. Bell cow back so he doesn't have to carry it more. Like I said on a previous pod, it's less about who's back there. And it's more about the coaching staff making the choice. There's like. Okay, let's get Jalen Hurts better check down options. So he's better at throwing the ball away and not taking hits. Like I don't even know how you do that. Like I like, like that's I'd love not to happening. Say, yeah, exactly. Like, that's <laughs> he's the thing. Not is, checking like, it down. The number one thing that's going to help Hurts 
in terms of, of his, his injury and his longevity is just managing the amount of hits that he takes, which is a play style thing. And when, when, when you say that, people think you mean like he has to run less. He doesn't have to run less. He has to finish runs less. He's got to slide more. He's got to get out of bounds more, right? And that's like a, that's like a long-term thing. Again, look at how Kyler Murray runs. Like Kyler Murray runs with the intention of being able to see tomorrow. He's going to get out of the sideline. He's going to slide down. Now, Kyler Murray just tore his ACL. It's not perfect. And Kyler yeah. Murray, you know, come under fire for how he plays. It's not perfect. But in general, like, Kyler Murray's a really good dual-threat quarterback in the NFL. There's there's stuff that's tenable here. Russell Wilson's been a long time, a very, 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 very good slider. Decade-long career. Multiple playoff appearances, Super Bowl appearances, so on and so forth, right? So it's it's a question of, like, can you really do anything in terms of who you draft and where you draft them to protect Hurts any more than you already are? Like, you are got multiple first-round guys at wide receiver. You got first-rounders and, and, and pro bowlers all along the offensive line. You have great coaching staff. You kind of done it already. Now, like, to me, like, when, when we start talking about Hurts as he transitions away from being this, like, wow, he won the starting job to, like, all right, franchise cornerstone, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC, should be a perennial conference contender. The big question I have is, like, how do you, how do you sustain this style of play up against the potential for continuing to get hurt? Injure your throwing shoulder, at the end of December, when the team's got the number one seat practically locked up, okay. Injury in week eight, when the Cowboys are a game and a half behind, separate conversation. And then that that's the big thing that's left for me. Like he's got improvement as a player left to do, sure. But at this point, like he's very talented. He's gonna be a good quarterback in the NFL for as long as he's healthy. As long as he's healthy is the operative term. They're in such a good spot to do exactly what you said. I mean, they've got ten and thirty this year. They've got 12 picks next year, by the way. And I'm sure you'll see, we'll, we'll see this, uh, you know, conversation, this argument happen probably in the next 24 hours. Well, you know, they gave him 51. They're making him the highest paid player in NFL history. But come on, he's in a great spot with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard. Guess what's not changing for the next three years? Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, yep. Dallas Goddard. Like, they are in an enviable spot here with those three guys on offense, under contract, next three years. That's, of course, if you're including Devontae Smith's fifth-year option, which you, you would obviously pick up. So that's three seasons with your top three pass. You don't have to think about it. Your top three pass-catching targets are all under contract. Then it comes to the O-line, like you mentioned, and we've seen it. I mean, they just over-invest there. Cam Jurgens, all right, not going to play right away. That's okay. We'll spend a second-round pick on him. Landon Dickerson, do you need to spend a, you know, an injury history guard? No, we really like this player. Second-round pick. I've criticized them at times for it, but, man, you, you can't really argue with the results. When guys go down, they have guys to fill in there. It, it's honestly, I've been going back and forth with the conversation we've had about the first round and whether it makes sense to take a tackle or not. And the more I'm thinking about it, man, they the way they operate, I would not be shocked at all if they end up sitting at 10, uh, if they go that route and actually do draft a tackle. So yeah, I mean, Offensive efficiency. Real quick, yeah. offensive lineman to be the Eagles' first draft pick very recently became a favorite on sports betting markets. Really? There which, you go. like, I don't you know never about know. That. Draft, they're a little. I don't yeah. know about that, but that that's something. Yeah, I mean, you just look at uh, the history there. But uh, Howie is in a great spot with all those things. And then, like you mentioned, it's almost like 
with the other pick, they need to eliminate weaknesses like on offense and defense. Like they don't necessarily, especially on offense, you don't need a lot more big pieces. Like the big pieces are there. You don't want that guy on the offensive line that uh, opposing defenses are targeting. And then defense is kind of a whole different story. I mean, you really, uh, you, you don't have nearly as much talent on that side of the ball, but what can you do with your game plan? How can you scheme things up? Uh, so much of this is going to come down to 2022, 2023, and 2024 drafts. And my opinion, this is where like Howie Roseman's legacy uh, will be cemented one way or another. What can you get from those guys right. last year? How are they going to play? What are you going to do this year? And what are you going to do next year? Because now you have the quarterback sign. Like I mentioned, you have those pass catching weapons sign. And by the way, this is a nice time to be a loaded NFC team. Uh, I mean, you look around and it's not nearly as competitive as the AFC is. Now that can change year to year. You never know, but uh, I just have to, it, it just feels like with this, they're in a spot like that they haven't been in uh, in a very, very long time. Again, even with the revisionist history of the uh, the Carson Wentz years where I'm sure there was mm. some of this feeling, but it feels more settled now given Hertz's intangibles and you feel like whatever his ceiling is, he's going to reach that and you don't have to worry about any any of the other stuff man thinking about the drafting is just it's crazy like this is where the conversations around around roseman are so interesting like i i believe pretty strongly that for the stuff that you can like actually nail down as a general manager for the stuff that like you can actually control well roseman's got a strong case as the best executive in the league if not like like you know like top three now, the cost of that is that, like, a lot of people who work with Howie don't like him very much and, and get frustrated with him and maybe leave sometimes. And that's, like, you know, that, that, that's, that's interpersonal stuff. Like, there's, there's deficiencies to Howie's game as well, put it that way. The drafting thing is just, like, that's the number one spot where you want to measure a general manager. You want to measure him by how well he drafts. And, I disagree with that. Well, uh, so that's the thing. It's, like, I... I also disagree with that. I think that's the conventional <laughs> that's the conventional outlook. I should have put it that way. Yeah. So the conventional thought is like, all right, I want to know if a GM's good. Let's go look at his draft history. And like that's just not it, you don't have as much of a control over that as you do as things like contract structure and team building and, and, and free agent management, roster management, so on and so forth. But this is where the crux of the issue is for for Howie. It's just when do you run hot? At what positions do you run hot? Because like even even if in their wildest dreams with their second round pick at quarterback, did the Eagles think that they were going to get a two hundred and fifty million dollar man? I no, don't think they so. Thought they like were getting an inexpensive backup. I mean, yeah. they've they've said that it's true. I know there's I, I we've we've uh, you know heard you, you can th- I made the argument at the time that no, this can't be just about an inexpensive backup. This is about they feel like Hertz is ceiling is high. That's the only reason you do this. And from what I gathered at that time, no, that's actually was not the case. Now, maybe that was somewhere in there, somewhere in the equation, but that really was not the driving force where they felt like this guy's too good of a prospect to pass up on. It was, hey, Carson Woods gets injured a lot. We have to find a backup every year. We like this guy. Let's just draft him inexpensive backup four years and then we figure it out so it's wild how things how how things work out now they get credit they made the pick and now uh look what you've got you're set here for the next six years but uh yeah some this is this is why i think we overrate when a team like 
how well they know themselves, you know, right. what they think their window is, what they think they're going to be doing next year. Cause you don't know, no one knew Hertz was going to play as well as he did uh, last year. I remember, I think it was my first piece for the ringer writing out the three scenarios of Jalen Hurts. And one of them was Jalen Hurts balls out and you pay him. Guess which scenario I thought was probably the least likely yeah. of the three. Dude, <laughs> a bunch of people today found, I had a line in a piece I wrote after Eagles lost to Tampa in the wildcard round last year that was like, Hertz is just a step off from the path. Like Hertz is a step away from the path that Wentz followed, which is just like he's waiting for the Eagles to draft another quarterback and put him in place of Jalen Hurts. People are like, wow, 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 look at this. I'm like, yeah, guess what everybody in the entire world thought at And the January Eagles themselves, by the way, also. What was thought. that? That's what the Eagles themselves thought, also. I mean, right. I think. <laughs> look at their actions. Right. Just I Nobody had this, man. We all thought he would get a little better. <laughs> like, A.J. Brown would help. <laughs> they played in the Super Bowl. Nobody would like, I, show me yeah. the ticket you purchased to fly to Phoenix in August to go there in February if you if you had that in the cards. I just feel like very few yeah. people did. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's huge, but they're, like you said, they're very well-suited for this because they have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard long-term. They, they, they have the nucleus in place. Uh, so for Howie, right, it's getting... It's just hitting on picks. It, it, and that's why I say trade back, right? It's because you'd ra- if you're going to hit on picks, the best way to hit on picks is to have 10 picks instead of five picks. It's just, that's that the absolute number one. Uncle's like, oh, scout for this, you know, use analytics. Nope. The number one best play to hit on your draft picks is have 10 of them instead of five of them. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, that's that's it. And so to me, like, that that it's just that I look at that pick at 10 and I just think to myself, how the how many future fit picks that can become and how that that can just you know magnify and it can expand and it can become more swings at the plate and then it'll just get you more opportunities to fill in spots and because the roster is so good you also don't have to be beholden to like oh but it's a good edge rusher class this year and maybe next year not like you don't have to just trade the picks and just draft the draft twos that you have ranked highly go off your premium positions and just continue to cycle those guys in because your starters are set so you can be developing at like pretty much every position not named linebacker at this point so they're in an amazing spot. They leave that spot if they have terrible injury luck or if they miss on picks. They stay in that spot for a long time. They hit on picks. Welcome to welcome to you. You have a franchise quarterback central. Welcome to exactly where the Chiefs are right now and where the Bills yeah. are and where the Bengals are. Not yet. Bengals got to get there. But like this is what it, this is what it is. And and that's the other thing about like making this contract and, and paying it out is you're, you're saying in, to the league and to Jalen Hurts. Our expectations are chief bills. Our expectations are, right, we're going to the divisional round year after year after year. And we're going to do our part, hopefully, in terms of, like, hitting on picks and bringing in good free agents. And then you got to do your part in the field. Jalen Hurts has got to be a, a, a game-winning quarterback on a weekly basis, which far be it from me to say clear things about where Jalen Hurts is the caliber of players. Last time I did it, I was very wrong 16 months later. So I ain't betting against him anymore. This thought just crossed my mind. I mean, he really has a chance to be like the most well-liked, the most celebrated quarterback in franchise history. I mean, he he is tw- the man is 24 years old uh from a mentality, from a personality standpoint. I think the city loves him. Like you don't have to worry about anything with it. Great teammate, great leader, hard worker, sets the tone. 
all those things you don't have to worry about, plays with that toughness uh, everybody loves. He's going to have the supporting cast. He's going to be playing a lot of games for them uh, over the next six years. Like It, it is wild to, if you kind of sit back and think what we, we could be talking about in terms of Jalen Hurts' career, his legacy as an Eagle starting quarterback uh, down the road. Um, it really is nuts and, and a huge change from where we were a year ago. Also, uh, as Cliff was pointing out uh, before we started the show, how about the agent? Nicole Lynn, uh, first black woman to represent a uh, first-round draft pick with Quinn and Williams, sends Jalen Hurts a message before the draft, checking to see if he has representation. He signs her as his agent, and now she signs the biggest contract in NFL history. That That's Healthy. a great story as well uh, and remarkable when you see the photos of those two posing together. All right. Here's a, uh, anything? Well, I feel yeah, like there's a, I got there a an angle we're you. missing. I got one of the you yeah. questions for you. Where I'm okay, like, ask yeah. if I can over under I like a temperature it. or a thing. And oh, give I you like a this. Warning and then make give fun of me. you if you don't get it. Okay. Okay. It is April 17th. Jalen Hurts has been extended. Joe Burrow's waiting in the wings. Justin Herbert's waiting in the wings. The Lamar Jackson wild card is who God knows what's going on. <laughs> NFL draft is in week and a half. And then we get into the month of May. Over under May 3rd. Say earlier or later, May 3rd. Jalen Hurts is... When does he lose the designation of being the highest paid player in the league? How long? How many days does yeah, Jalen Hurts question. get to be the highest paid player in the league? It's definitely not. By week by week one of next year, he will not be. Um, I will say... Wait, what are you... You set a date for the over under? You said, or you want yeah, me to I'll, say I'll, the Let's do it this way, because it's more clear. Okay. Over under 20 and a half days, Jalen Hurts gets to be the highest paid player in the league. Dude, I cannot say highest paid player, highest paid player, highest paid player, highest pa- I want to say highest uh, paid player every single time. <laughs> I think over. I over think 20 and he'll and a half get days. it. Just a good three I weeks. Think, yeah, I think, he, I think he probably has like five. I, mean, I think he might get five to six weeks. Just because when you look at when these deals are, you know, done a lot, like the Wentz deal was in June. Also, like Bengals shenanigans, we can't really rule that out. <laughs> what they're going to be doing with uh, with Joe Burrow there, but uh, yeah, I think now I think Burrow. All right, let's do this. I'll throw one back at you. Burrow, Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Where is Hurts on Week One of the 2023 season in terms of quarterback annual salaries? So I'll just leave it at that. Oh, third. No, 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 no. Second, second, second. Burrow coming above him. Herbert coming below him. I think he'll be third. You think Herbert coming above him? Yes. Here's the thing. thing. And Lamar, we and Lamar, we have no idea. Uh, I'm I'm not. I will not predict anything about the Lamar situation anymore. I'm so done. Here's the thing. I'm a bigger Herbert fan than you are, right? In terms of like quality. Of no, I, I, I love her. No, I love Herbert. Yeah. Okay. You no. <laughs> I definitely go check. You check. No, you like Lamar more than me. Herbert. I've been all in on for a who long do you rank, time. Who do you rank as a better player? Herbert or Burrow? Well, I think that's a discussion. I think I've argued with you for that for podcast. I think, no, I like Burrow over Herbert. Yeah. yeah. And I like Herbert over Burrow. So I like okay, Herbert more fine. than you do. This, I, I, this is my island. You're I'm not, not going to argue with you. Go ahead. Are you win the argument of the guy who can't who hasn't <laughs> who hasn't done anything yet? Go exactly, ahead. exactly, and that's that's why I think he comes in below Hertz. Got to win a playoff game before you start getting paid like that. In my opinion, I mean, I don't know if yeah. I'm his representation. I'm like, uh, listen, if Herbert were over there in Philadelphia, I'd be 
feeling good about this. Uh, if I'm, I'm if I'm uh, Tom Telesco on the Spanish Spanos family, I'm just walking in with the score of halftime of the Jaguars game <laughs> and implying that that's 100 percent your fault. And then saying, go, uh, go take it up with Brandon. Yeah, take a hike. This is another reason why it pays to be first here. I mean, you know, like we were saying, if Herbert or Burrow got this deal first, then her, then, then I would say Hertz is probably beating them out. It's almost like if there's three guys, the third guy is probably going to get the highest contract, uh, if they're in a similar, uh, grouping here. So that's how I think that will play out. All right. What else did I have here? Oh, when you were saying trading back. So I spent my uh, Sunday at Princeton watching a little, watching a little film with uh, Coach Flynn. And I will say I am fully on one, one draft. And we'll, we'll probably do another show uh, this week. Yeah, got to do it. Uh, uh, man, trading up for Jalen Carter is very appealing to me. I thought he was like one of the best defensive prospects I've watched in a long time. Like moves different, game record, quickness, strength. If he gets to like seven, uh, I would be like, All right, yeah, don't worry. We have 12 draft picks next year. We can trade out of 30. Let's go up and get this dude. Because I do feel like they need the blue chippers more on defense i'm with you like you know you draft for volume at the same time i do believe you need foundational pieces and uh their foundational pieces are all old on defense so uh he was uh, like i i my jaw was just dropping watching him play uh last year in that georgia so i don't listen i don't know any of the off-field stuff they do all that if they are cleared there uh i could really see them looking at him and saying okay we're going to be aggressive for this guy because talent players of this ilk are generally not going to be available to us in the draft and as you mentioned it's going to be harder and harder to sign and trade for those guys so i'll leave you with that one uh draft take and then we'll get to my other uh notes in a show later this week all right are we missing anything here cliff you want to get it in here and anything to say on the jalen hurts uh contract extension i'm sure uh you're happy with it the group thread is anyone taking like a contrarian view on the group threads being like what are they doing why are they paying him all this money they should have just rolled with I don't know. Marcus Mario was like, who is it? Who is the backup? Marcus Mariota. Uh, anything like that. What's going on? No, somebody was actually uh, upset at Benny Souza's tweet. Uh, <laughs> Which one? From today? What did he tweet? So Ben tweeted, I did not think the Eagles would have to make, in parentheses, make Hurts the highest paid quarterback in history, but he won't be that for long. Still an enormous deal. Kudos to Hurts for, ch- for cashing in. Eagles rookie window is older. Gets harder from here. Exclamation point. Uh, and somebody was mad about it? That's, yeah, that's, bro, I don't that's know. not even a take. That's a summary. I don't know. I don't know. That's cliff notes. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know here. I mean, it sounds it sounds like it sounds like Cliff's trying to figure out how to like make it, it and make it. He's like, I don't know. I'm trying to break it down here. I just don't know what the hell is going on here. I'm happy. The groups are happy. Everyone's happy. The city is happy. Delaware's happy. New Jersey's happy. South Jersey's happy. South Florida because <laughs> all the Eagles fans live down there too. So we're all happy. We all win here. Jalen Hurts awesome. is our quarterback. We don't need to draft anybody. We don't need to think about Marcus Mariota. We don't need to think about Carson Wentz anymore. Please don't mention that man's name ever again. I'm <laughs> we're good. I'm living. I'll, go. I'll tell you, uh, I think that like the Jalen Hurts popularity and root four factor cannot go uh, understated i mean what's the big difference between him and carson wentz in terms of like the confidence the eagles are having given this deal after that like last one burned them a little bit obviously they found a trade partner but still it's the personality of the guy it's the way he interacts with the locker room uh 
And when you talk about like the Eagles are basically telling the entire league, the entire player pool, we are Jalen Hurts' football team. We are Jalen Hurts' our future. And Hurts signs a deal and like Tyree Kills just tweeting like, congrats, Jalen Hurts. Like those guys never played together. Yeah. Don't have the same rep. Did not go to the same school. Did not play together. League likes Jalen. The players love Jalen. Philadelphia loves Jalen. Like this guy's the man. That now like Hurts, now you sign the deal, you start to take on a new job of recruiter. And he kind of already was doing the old job of recruiter. Got A.J. Brown in the building. That's, that's pretty good recruiting. Uh, this is Jalen Hurts' team, and thank goodness for that. It's, it's a lot more fun to root for than when it was Carson Wentz's team. That's just the long and the short of it. That's awesome. absolutely true. Yeah. Can I, I show food chases in Elkins Park? That's, that's Jalen Hurts pops up to, to my neighborhood right. every once in a while, represents a, uh, a black-owned business out there. I still haven't gone there yet. It's it's kind of crazy. I just I, I'm gonna go you there. Gotta next go time. there. We yeah, need a yeah, reveal. Yeah. No, nah, next uh, I'm I'm gonna go back home on like Saturday or something. And I'll stop by over there. Maybe me and uh, Fran Duffy can grab something to eat over there. <laughs> oh, Fran Duffy name <laughs> drop and, and, talk, and talk some X's and O's. But uh, yeah, shout shout out to Jalen Hurts, man. Just showing love to everybody in the city, being you know a role model to all the kids. Never in the headlines doing anything crazy. Just you know approaches the game the right way studies practices once they get better each and every day like damn man you really can't say much about it than that honestly right cliff here's what we do we let's get some philly special march let's take it to the the, the people at food, food chasers because listen you know that's monday night football and the, they're going to show jalen hurts there yeah. you know taylor rooks so is going to be in the building they're, they're going to bring out work, the stops they're yeah. working some philly they're wearing some philly special <laughs> t-shirts or something i'm just saying yeah. abm always be marketing you know what i mean all right okay <laughs> all right. Is, um, is there a full alphabet book of the ab's the always b's <laughs> ABP is always be promoting. Uh, ABM is always be always marketing. marketing. I, I don't know. C, yeah. CT, CTC is cash them checks. ABC is yeah. always be cashing. Occasionally you do ABCTC, okay. just keep it whole clear. <laughs> always be cashing them checks. Yeah. Wait, uh, I thought I ABC was always be crewing. That's not true. Like, mm. you always be recruiting. Okay. That's not, that we got another right. one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we work on all, it. We make them all up here. Real quick, though, I want some. Uh, I want some voicemails on this, on this, uh, yeah. attention to how people feel. 215-315-7982. There you go. All right. Uh, I agree with what you guys said that the likability, uh, of Jalen Hurts definitely stands out here. And there is a relief if you are a fan about not having to think about the quarterback position and contract and draft and free agency and trade. There's a luxury, uh, in that. Um, and so that is a nice, nice relief for you. Oh, last thing. Uh, I thought the no trade clause was very interesting, Ben, the, uh, first one in franchise history. Cause I was thinking what, you know, Hertz had a front row seat to the Carson Wentz experience for 2019. He's getting a four year, $128 million extension. And, uh, two years later, he's off the team and things fell apart. So there are different ways to Talk about, you know, players, how can they kind of exercise their leverage and especially in the NFL where you kind of, you know, you get screwed a lot of the times and you're playing a violent sport. That no trade clause is interesting. We're now, listen, if things don't go his way, if they pursue and want to pursue another opportunity, he's going to have a say and that's fine, but I'm going to get to determine where you send me. And like you mentioned, by the way, I will be a free agent again at 30 or 31. So that's a nice job uh, really by him to kind of get those pieces in place to maximize uh, his, his career earnings. So I was kind of surprised when I saw that because yeah, I didn't realize it was the first one in franchise history, but I wonder if you'll see more and more players, specifically quarterbacks, say, no, 
no, we, we want this no trade clause so that we can determine uh, the path of our yeah. careers going forward. Which for me, like if it's something that you want and it'll help me get stuff that I want, i.e. lower guarantees. Meh. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, if, yeah. if, if we're, if we're crossing the trading Jalen hurts on this contract bridge, we're kind of already up the Creek without a paddle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind yeah. that he's got a no trade clause and he's influencing it. Like that. if we're there, we got other problems. I'm, that's whatever. You know what I mean? And I actually remember hearing during the Carson Wentz trade that, the. Uh, Eagles were actually pretty you know, like good to him about finding places that he wanted to go. Obviously, you want to get maximized draft compensation, and they're not going to send him somewhere if it's a worse deal, but kind of one of those, hey, if it's close, where would you like to go? He wanted to go to Indianapolis. That worked out there. So it might be something that they believe is good business anyway when you're working with these agents on so many different players to not just screw yeah. a guy and send him elsewhere. All right. That'll do it for this episode, this emergency episode of the Ringers Philly special. We will have Sixers post-game pods for you with the series with the Nets this week. And then Benny Souls and I will be back at some point this week. We will talk some more draft. Let's get some more questions out there again. Hashtag Ringer Philly on Twitter with your draft questions. Message me on Instagram. Leave them as reviews. You have many avenues uh, to get to us, to get those questions submitted, and we will get to those in the next episode. All right. Thank you to producer Cliff Augustine. Thank you to Benny Souls. I am Sheila Capadia. We'll talk to you soon on the Ringer's Philly special. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.